0: You
1: protect what you love.
0: Hunting is a life, not a lifestyle. It's a life. Man. As hunters, to show people how great of a job we're doing for conservation, providing for ourselves, all the things you and I understand. I think you
1: kind of owe it to the animal that you're hunting to be as prepared as possible. You know, as I get older, I appreciate the laughs
0: and the time and the experience. What's going on, man? Hey, man. How are you? Doing well. Yeah, doing very well. What are you sure doing? Sure
1: Are you driving down the road?
0: I'm driving to um, yep from Georgia to Tennessee. I'm in Montgomery right now.
1: I hear you. I hear you. Yep. getting close to our neck of the woods. What's that? I said you're getting close to my neck of the woods.
0: Yeah, I know. Yeah, shoot, I was in. Uh, I stopped down there at Fremost the other day. You were out hunting that, or somewhere on that, the road. I, I guess. know.
1: I was going to tell you I had a serious bone to pick with you because I I told folks I was going to do a podcast with you, and they were like, "He was just here." I was like, "He was." <laughs> He didn't call nobody.
0: Well, uh, it was a weird thing. I mean, uh yeah, but anyway, I was there. I, I, I don't know why I didn't think to call you. Use out of town anyway though.
1: Yeah, that's what I said. I probably I probably wasn't there. It was it was a crazy turkey season, dude. we like I stayed gone more than I have since I started this job. It was nuts.
0: That's cool though.
1: Yeah, man, it was fun. It was definitely yeah. fun.
0: Um, my little girl my little girl popped some big old turkeys this year oh did she shoot yeah man she's 13 and she wanted one so bad oh awesome. and uh she got a, a one and a half inch spur 11 and a half inch beard Ooh. just a big old and another one almost as big yeah like 11 inch beard and i mean just two grown goblin, man.
1: inch and a big. half you don't you don't run across that too often
0: uh, uh i shot one like that about 20 years ago yeah and that's my and That's about the same size. It's
1: just very rare. That's how, yeah, I mean, dude, I've never even, I've never broke that inch and a half marker. That's. I mean, that's tough to do. It is tough to do. Yeah. Um,
0: Yeah.
1: So before, like, we fully uh, dive into this this podcast deal, I do want to give you, there's something that I feel like I should definitely give you credit for. You still hold the record uh, for the most, you hold the title for most successful guest trip to Cottonmouth. Uh, like, like uh, I told, like you know, we're all on board with, uh, you know, getting you to come back over there sometime, except for Jimmy. Jimmy said there's no way you could come back because you killed too much stuff last time you were here.
0: Well, that, <laughs> that, he he mentions that every time I see him. <laughs> I yeah. we say, what well, about bring Tom back? He's like, uh-uh. Uh-uh. Well, the the ducks are safe though, aren't they? No. Well,
1: I mean, we ended up we got some, but it's just because we yeah. had a whole lot of shot opportunity.
0: Yeah. Uh. uh so, some days I can't miss with a shotgun. Some days I I can't seem to connect. I think, you you know, the, the proper lead and everything is plain geometry. And some days your brain just ain't processing it right. You know.
1: Well, the only reason I was able to give anybody any grief is because I didn't do anything but film. I didn't shoot. If I'd have shot, <laughs> if I would have shot myself, I couldn't have said anything because I would have done probably worse. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: but yeah, I mean that was fun. I, I enjoyed that i'd
1: yeah. love to go back yeah man you need to i, th- I mean it was so funny because that was that the year you came was my first year working there so i was still kind of figuring everything out and uh i mean we killed that deer the first morning and then we shot ducks the next day and then i think was it that afternoon we killed that big eight point me and you
0: i think so yeah yeah to this and, to and this then
1: the, and then and the next day you shot them two days oh yeah i mean yeah yeah i did yeah we was we had us a week man that was fun stuff yeah
0: uh
1: that was uh, i still man that was yeah that was a good good time that eight point you killed out in, in uh the africa food plot that's still one of my favorite you know just as far as just looking at a deer and admiring it that's one of the prettiest bucks we've taken off that place just a big big heavy eight point he was god he was pretty
0: i know he's hanging in my office and i i i've never
1: scored him i guess i should I, man sometimes i think it's it's okay to not score him you know just yeah <laughs> just kind of hey, he is what he is and i mean he's an awesome yep. deer awesome awesome yep. deer uh so look man i can chase that rabbit hole talking about deer and ducks at cottonmouth forever but um the main reason i wanted to talk to you today is you know where this podcast is going to come out right around Memor- memorial day um, okay. and I know, you know, with your military background and stuff, I, you know, I, I kind of, first off is, you know, as much as you, uh, you know, are willing to, to enlighten us on kind of, you know, where, where did you get started? Um, you know, so as far as the military stuff goes.
0: Uh, well it was, you know, I had a, uh, I had a boss one time in the military said the military is a family business and my dad had served, uh, a lot of my uncles all served in World War II. One of my grandfathers was in World War One. My other, my other grandfather, he served in the Navy, and it was just I was around it growing up in the mountains of Appalachia. It seemed like everybody was a Vietnam vet when I was a kid, and yeah. uh, and it's just kind of you know I think family, and 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 all that. But uh, it was when I was a kid, I played army, ran around in the woods and buddies, and we were army men and stuff like that, and yeah. just one of those things I always wanted to do.
1: Yeah how many uh like how many how many tours and stuff did you end up doing overseas I, I remember i remember we talked about that some when you were back at cottonmouth
0: yeah we yeah uh so i spent 22 um a little over 22 years in in the in the army most of that was in the uh the ranger regiment which is a special operations unit right. so our our tours were shorter but i did uh seven different overseas tours
1: wow I can't like like one and I and I know you hear this all the time but I mean you don't in my opinion I don't think you could ever hear it enough like and that's part of the reason we're doing this whole podcast anyway uh, for it being Memorial Day and stuff It's like man just the you know I can't relate to that I never was military I had you know my grandfather served but I would just I know all of us I can speak for everyone at Primo's we just have you know just the utmost respect and, and all the thankfulness in the world for for doing that kind of stuff and for the time you spent over there doing that. You know
0: well- well, thank you, and uh you know i I' say this a lot though uh you know i you look back on it, and I think uh the bad memories are the first ones you forget, so I look back on it with nothing but just great memories, and you know enjoyed it, and I got more out of. Serving than I put into it, I'm. I, I can tell you that just who I am today and yeah, and uh, the friendships I made and what I've learned and you know they say you're a product of your environment. And well, if I spent spent most of my adult life in the military, so I guess that's what I'm a product of in a way. Yeah. Um, but nothing but you know it, it suited me, man. It was just I was I was I enjoyed it, and uh, and because I did, I was good at it, and just uh, it was the right thing for me.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you still like now? I know I've seen just through. I mean, just through being knowing you and being friends with you, and and you know, obviously the, through social media on Facebook and stuff today, I've I've seen you. You know, you're uh, and when you're coming through Primos, that you you do some stuff like taking guys out that were that were in the military stuff, right? Like taking them hunting and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, I, I do. So uh, a buddy of mine that I served with in the Second Ranger Battalion. He has started a charity called Ranger Road, and basically it just gets guys that are severely wounded out doing things. Uh, and, you know, you get a guy that wants, likes, and enjoys hunting, but yeah. he's missing his legs. Well, you know, it's kind of difficult for him to just say, I want to go hunting today. Yeah. Uh, he's going to need help. There's going to have to be a little bit of logistics to go along with, with that guy. So uh, every year we'll bring a, a bunch of guys down. I mean, guys come from New Jersey, California, everywhere, and we bring them down to Georgia. and uh, we quail hunt and we make sure the guys have uh, four wheelers and, uh, it's kind of fun. We, the dogs, when they point, we just ease the four wheelers right up to the point and the guys are able to shoot off the four wheelers. Oh, yeah, and yeah, cool. uh, and yeah, it's, it is, it's, it's, that works pretty good. And then, uh, we, we pig hunt and we do that from ground blinds. And some of the guys that are into track chairs or what, you can just pull up, and we can lift the ground blind up, set it right over them. And, uh, A little bit of logistics to get the guys out there, but more importantly, it's about just getting these guys together and uh, letting them hang out because, you know, one of the things, you know, I got out of the military on my own accord. Uh, You know, I was like, okay, I think I've done it long enough. I'm going to go out and do something else, and I still miss it, and I miss a lot of my buddies and miss the guys. I miss the camaraderie, but these guys had to get out. they weren't ready to get out or didn't want to get out right and went back to their civilian lives and don't get the interaction with with like-minded people and with guys that understand what they've been through and so getting those guys together and seeing them you know just hang out together is it does a lot of one it gets gives them a good time but it's part of the healing process these guys go through and will be going through the rest of their lives
1: yeah well man here's here's a question i want to ask to that um because I feel like I know for one, I, I hear a lot of um. I mean, I hear about like programs like that or or stuff like that 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 your friend has. Um, how big of an issue is it? Like how like are they? Are you seeing to where, hey man, there's a lot of guys in these situations that that no one's reaching out to, or you know, is it is there more that that needs to be done to to help those guys or or you know, bring awareness to that or, or anything like that? Yes. You
0: know? Yes, and, and, you know, obviously, um, when I'm at an event like this and we've got guys, they're they're having a good time, they're laughing, they're joking, uh, and they're picking on each other, just like they never left the military, right. just kind of reliving all that. And yeah. I was talking to a couple of the guys, uh, one was a double-leg amputee, one was a single-leg amputee, and, and I said, you know, I said, y- you guys are... You know, every time I'm around you guys, you guys are always good-natured, and you know, you're, you, you seem like you're doing fine. Um, are you the anomaly? You know, and I, and and because they all go through Walter Reed together, and they they get to know fellow amputees and guys that are severely wounded, and they were like, you know what, man? He goes, for every guy out here doing something like this, there's there's five or six that are sitting home, depressed, don't want to try to do this because. Uh, they're embarrassed because they can't walk or it hurts too bad and to try to walk uh on your on your uh, prosthetics or it's too big of a uh, a pain to try to get a wheelchair everywhere or a track chair really? and they said, yeah, man, and a lot of them it's and it's, it's not the physical part of it, man it's uh from what I understand it's dealing dealing with your physical disability all of a sudden uh, and how you get over that mentally to make yourself get up and try because yeah. it's gonna hurt. Yeah. You know, and it's going to be harder. And it, and you know, one of the guys told me this word. He was a he was a, a Marine that was one of the you know fast tracker. I mean, he was the commandant of the Marine Corps called him by name as one of their best young leaders. He was uh, yeah. had you know deployed to Afghanistan and led a team and was just big old muscly dude. He goes, man, you go from being one of the fittest dudes in your unit in the Marines. He goes, smart can do anything, hard to keep up with until the next day you can't even get yourself to the bathroom. Yeah. He goes, it's it's hard. Yeah. He said, It's hard. It it's it's hard to get up every day. Yeah. And, uh, and and I can imagine, man. I, I'm not saying I'm I know what it's like, but
1: yeah uh, I can't even imagine yeah. what that would be like, you know. But to me, I mean one, I just for someone, you know, and I, I'd like to think all of us have, you know, uh, you know the heart for our military you know i can't see how you would how you could be any other way but but uh like i mean that's heartbreaking to me to you know to to hear what you said those guys saying for every one of us that's out here there's five or six that are just you know kind of stuck in a rut so to speak but uh yeah in, in your opinion you know like what what can you know because that's i try to use this podcast as a platform for you know anything that's positive you know what i mean i, I try to use it for to, to help and in this situation you know like th- this is coming out for memorial day um what what can anyone do you know the folks that are listening to this what 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 is something that they could do to help that problem or that you know they could could they connect with the uh the program your friend has or stuff in their their states or that kind of that kind of a thing
0: yeah well that's exactly it man um so the the biggest thing is like uh, the average person, even myself, I mean, you know, I've got some buddies that are severely wounded, but they're doing good. And, and when yeah. you see them, they are upbeat and stuff. So the average person is like, man, I want to do something. Well, you don't you don't know who the people are. You don't know where they are to connect. So you, you got to go through one of these established organizations, I think. Yeah. And uh, and so I'll I'll t- take the opportunity to tell you a little bit about Ranger Road and uh, yeah, yeah, my please. buddy that started it. So his his name is Mikhail Venikov, okay. and uh, his his family's Russian. And I think his dad actually um, lived in Russia and immigrated when he was a small boy, uh, the, the way I understand it. But anyway, I served with him in Second Ranger Battalion, and he was a man, a stud. It still is, and yeah. uh, won won the best Ranger competition uh, uh, when he was in, and now he's a MMA fighter and a police officer in sacramento california oh wow and and he got when he got out uh he just just got on his heart to do something for these guys because there's a lot of organizations that you know that do different things some do scholarships and some do scholarships for families to fallen, and some uh just try to you know housing and, and equipment to help them get around he just it, the thing on his heart was like you know, I just want to get guys out and get them doing something, get them to face their yeah. their limitations, and let's see if we can push past them. And, and because he's an MMA fighter, one of the most physically fit guys, I know he just started inviting guys to his MMA gym, and he would meet a guy, and he'd say, hey, what about this guy? And I know a guy. Let's invite him. So now he does skydiving trips, scuba diving trips. He takes guys on hunting trips, uh, biking, uh, working out in the MMA gym. And actually, he's been asked by Walter Reed, to, uh, go out there and twice a month, he flies to Walter Reed and does, uh, MMA workouts with the guys that are recovering in Walter Reed. Wow. And, and, and I knew he's been doing all this for several years. And before I got involved with it, I asked him about it. And, uh, the truth of it is he's a, he's a police officer and a, you know, an amateur MMA fighter. And, uh, he's pretty much paying for this out of his pocket, almost everything he does in very limited funds. And, and, uh, I told him for the one hunting trip, I said, man, the facility we have, we can probably get eight guys here. And he brought 16. (laughs) And uh, he goes, man, guys just kept calling, hearing about wanting to come, wanting to come. And I I just can't tell him no. And that's just kind of the way the guy is, man. He's, he's going to do it if he's asked. And, and, and there's a lot of guys that want to do these events, but you know, there's gotta be funding. So, um, You know, and he's the kind of guy, I said, man, what do you do for fundraising? He goes, you know me, Tom, I'm just not good at asking people for money. So I'm trying to help him. My company, Armageddon Gears, is uh, doing some projects with them to to try to, you know, be able to get some funding to him and help what he's doing. But, man, it's called Ranger Road. Uh, They've got a Facebook page. They've got a website. And there's on it is, you know, click here to donate or see what they've got going on. And right now they're preparing for their skydiving trip here in the another month but but that's not the only organization there's a lot of them and and they're all doing good things yeah
1: absolutely you know there's I mean everyone like I said it's one of those things where I feel like you know I'd like to think every state has something like that I know there's some around local around home um, but I think that's why I brought it up I feel like that's one of those things that it's easy for uh, the public to get complacent about because, they you know, they'll see something and they'll just think everything's, oh, they've got that figured out. And so, but, you know, it, it's good to hear, you know, someone like you that's been on the inside of it say, you know, these guys do need some help, you know, and there's still guys that need to be reached out to. Um, so, yeah, but before the end of this thing, definitely I won't, you know, I'm going to get the um, – you know, the Facebook and all that from you. So when we, when we post this podcast, we can send people over to, to their page and stuff like that, because I definitely would like to, um, to help them out as much as we can because okay. they're doing a good sure. thing for sure. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, you know, it's, um, when you think about Memorial day, you know, I, I mean, I've got, I've got friends that served, I've got, you know, family and stuff that, that had served in the past. I mean, there's just so much that, um, uh, you know, as, as a country, I just feel like, and you know, I mean, heck, I'm I'm preaching to the choir talking to you. It's like, you know, we have so much to be thankful for, you know, the, being on this soul and, and yeah, the guys that those guys need, yeah, they deserve all the help and all the, the funding that they can get. Cause they, they just, they deserve it. In my mind, they do anyway.
0: I agree, man. I agree. And, you know, and as a, as a country, you know, we, we take our freedoms very seriously and, uh, you know, and, with Memorial day, um, you know, it's not only about, you know, thanking the veterans, but it's remembering the guys that have, you know, the whole point of Memorial day is to, is just to remember those that, that died in service to the country. And, yeah. you know, uh, and whether that's, you know, encouraging folks just to instill that in your, in our kids and, and in our communities, whether it's just going to the local, you know, most communities have a cemetery where there's uh, service members or yeah. near a military base or, um, or anything and just, you know, just take a moment and remember that, you know, before yeah. before lunch outside at the barbecue, you know, just remember those guys in our prayers and, you know, uh, just mention it to the families and, and your friends that are around and say, hey, let's take a minute and just remember this because it does more than just remember the person. It binds us together as countrymen yeah. and makes us appreciate, you know, um, what we have in the freedoms and where it came from. So,
1: yeah, yeah. I couldn't agree more. This is one of those, um, I don't think, you know, I I think it's a day that's never taken lightly, and I I don't think it is, but I just, in my position, how I feel about it, I just want to make sure that it never does, you know, because there there is a lot, like you said, to be thankful for and and to remember those folks for. Um, So, yeah, uh, guys that, you know, like that's why we brought Tom on today. And, Tom, I'm going to tell you thank you again just because I really mean it uh, before we hop off here, but yeah, you know, this is, uh, for Memorial Day, really, just like you said, you know, when you're with your families or whatever, you know, take some time and think about those guys and the and the people, the men and women that, that, that served and, and that, that helped get us to, to be the country that we are today. I 100% believe in that. Um, yeah, so Tom, I know you're a busy guy. I'm not going to hold you much longer, but, um, yeah uh, thank you for being on you know if there's anything else you'd like to throw in before we hop off here again thank you for for being willing to come on the show and thank you for your service
0: well i like thank you very much for having me on here man and i look forward to getting back down there and uh uh, shooting some more of your Primo's deer off Cotmouth as soon as y'all have
1: me. <laughs> man, if it's look, if it was up to me, it'll, I just got I just got to run it past Jimmy. He's the one. He's you know he's too concerned. <laughs> he's far too concerned that you're just gonna you're gonna kill all his bucks if you come back.
0: <laughs> they need to send him to like shot show and then we just go hunting while he's there. Oh the that, man, that'd be better.
1: That's the bet. You know what? That's what we need to put in motion. We'll just sneak it past him. Yeah. Yep. Um, Hey,
0: and last thing, like, uh, that the website for Ranger Road is rangerroad.org. Yep. And, um, follow that to get on there. And, uh, man, those guys are doing a lot of good things. I just want to drop that before I got off here.
1: Yeah, for sure, man. Look, I'm going to get, um, you you know, if you could text it or email it to me, whenever we'll put this on our Facebook page and our Instagram and all our social you know, pages. Um, so we can put those links on there so they can know directly how to get to it. That's what we'll do. Okay. That work.
0: Awesome, man. Yeah, it works good, man. Yeah,
1: always. So, guys, um, I know this is kind of a a special podcast today, and uh, that's how we meant it to be. So thank you for listening to the Speak the Language podcast.